what's up? This is Derek. This is the Bariatric Badass Podcast. What a fucking week it has been for me. Was locked up in a mental institution for 72 hours. Um, what a ride. I guess that was actually less than 72 hours. More like 70, 68 or 70. But nonetheless, it's been uh, a crazy ride. Um, had a mental breakdown. Starting... Last Friday, uh, right now it's April 9th, so last Friday would have been April 2nd, I believe. <clears throat> we could say I probably started on April 1st, I guess. You know, I started Friday with no sleep, so I'm guessing it started April 1st. Um, April Fools, ha! Fuck off. <laughs> Regardless, let's discuss what happened um, and what I have learned and how I can be more open about who I am and what my experience and what my thoughts are on my podcast. So let's roll with it. I'm going to take my headphones out here in a minute to, you know, I'm just going to keep my headphones and hopefully have good sound. Um, I'm getting ready uh, to get home. I'm going to pull over here a minute in the neighborhood. So I've got the eyes on the road, phone down. Um, <clears throat> first of all, uh, I want to thank everybody who has donated their eyes and their ears and participated in our programs and purchasing our programs and purchasing prepper or meal prep rolls and portion control bowls from us. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. We're struggling to get on our feet. So with that being said, selfless promo, go to bariatricbadass.com. You can click the menu link to go to our um, online store where you can get all of Sharice's merchandise that she has written, programs that she has written, programs that are being used currently right now in Bariatric badass, uh, no wait, in the diet bed, our bariatric spring diet bed. There we go. All right, this might be a pretty emotional podcast for me, but I've learned quite a bit here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about what I learned before it skips my mind because I get too deep into this podcast. We're gonna talk about my mind and where it's at right now and where it has been the last. Uh, I'm going to say probably 48 hours. Last 48 hours uh, since I've been released. I, um, <clears throat> it's been crazy. I mean, the things I've seen are horrifying. Horrifying visions of people who are chronic schizophrenia, um, chronic anger, chronic uh, sexual addiction, sexual addiction issues. Um, yes, that exists. No, it's not what you think it is. It's not good at all. Being a sex addict and being chronically psychosis sex addict is not good. You know, so <clears throat> got pulled over now. Park it. Turn it off. Let's focus. So, talk a lot about bariatric superpowers. Bariatric superpowers, pretty simple. Um, we have the gift of empathy. A very, very, very powerful gift, whether it can be used for something that's really good or used for something that's really bad. Regardless, whatever that is, is you have to be able to learn to control it, and I'm learning to control it. Since I left the uh, my, the, my the psych ward, the wellness hospital, call it what you want. <clears throat> Empathy can be really bad for you because you feel everything around me. Like I said, when I... First day I got out of the hospital, I was like, I got to get back to work. I got to get back to work. I got three days that I can work. 
that's 24 hours that I can work or 30 hours I can work and I can make, you know, a good six, six or $700 to be able to, you know, stay caught up. That wasn't the case. I got out. I was still trying to decompress my emotions, decompress um, my mental health. And it wasn't working very well. Um, didn't sleep until last night. So I got out on Thursday morning and I finally didn't sleep until, oh wait, no. Yeah, Thursday. No, I got out on Wednesday morning. I got out on Wednesday morning and still didn't sleep until last night. I might be wrong on those numbers. I only got like five hours of sleep, but regardless, five hours of sleep is five hours more than what I got in the last week. So it's been nuts, cuckoo bananas. Uh, so, I, you know, I've come to the conclusion that you're basically, and this is how I'm learning to control my empathy because I love it. I love being able to feel your emotions. I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a, a person who motivates people, you know, in a private type of manner sometimes. Um, a lot of people will sign up for my accountability groups, um, and we, you know, we will delve into your psyche and what's going on with your head. Um, I've learned a lot in this last week to the point to where I'm going to be able to actually learn how to better control my empathy. And that is my goal of 2021 is to have 100% control of my empathy, um, be able to block negative emotion or be able to filter negative emotion to, you know, Hey, this is how I need to act. This is how you need to act and go from there. Cause we don't know what 2021 is going to bring. I know Canada is going back into lockdown. Um, from what I know, uh, America is not. So we'll just have to see what happens. Um, <clears throat> so what I've come to the conclusion is that the mind is made up of layers. Your psycho, your mental health, psycho mental health is made up of layers. The deeper you go into those layers is the deeper you go into your own personal madness. When I say own personal madness, I say, okay, so we're going to say, we're going to use myself as an example. When um, I had a mental breakdown in June of 2020 and it almost killed myself. Um, <clears throat> well, that wasn't a mental breakdown. That was a breakdown. It wasn't a mental breakdown. Last week was a mental breakdown. Um, at that point, which I, I almost killed myself and um, was narrowly saved by Cherise. Um, but that was the first layer, as I could say, of my emotions, my desperation or depression or anxiety life of emotions. I didn't get past it. I couldn't get past it because I didn't dwell into what would happen if I got any further. I don't want to die. Okay. I might have suicide ideology. I might talk about it, but I don't want to die. I don't want to die because if I did, it'd, it'd be easy. It'd be really easy. If you really want to die, it is really easy. You just got to have the mental fortitude to do it. If you don't have the mental fortitude to do it, then you need to open up yourself and then you, you need to either study more or you need to find somebody who knows what the fuck they're talking about. Plain and simple. So, this first layer is my mental health of depression and uh, raw, unstable emotions, I guess if you want to call it that. Um, <clears throat> and so here I am. This is June 2020. Cerise saves my ass. I rebound from that. Got a pretty good attitude. 
on the surface and on my personal first layer of mental of my mental health um, in my brain, I fear I feel like you know I got it. You know I'm good. I'm good. I have not yet to be able to control this empathy, but I'm golden. I'm going to do okay. I'm getting sleep. I'm able to you know do my home workout, so on and so on, because the gyms were closed in 2020. Um, so. And that was that, you know, and I didn't really come to this conclusion by really asking anybody or nobody really said, hey, you have layers, you know, if you watch Shrek, Ogre, or mm-hmm. uh, Shrek comes out and he says, Ogre, I have layers, Ogres have layers like onions. I can't remember how exactly it was said. And it's truth. It is truth. You have so many layers in your head that you need to, the deeper you can get into your mind the better you can be able to manifest something from it. Some of us won't make it. Some of us will make it. If you truly don't want to die, then you're not going to commit suicide, period. If you don't want to pop those pills, if you don't want to, you know, slit your wrist, you know, overdose, do whatever. Accidental suicide is still suicide nonetheless. When I say accidental suicide, that means... Uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, when I started my journey of being locked up, um, no, it wasn't Tuesday, it was Monday night. It was Monday night when I started my journey of being locked up, um, Sharice said, uh, no, I, I remember saying to, I text my sisters and I have two sisters that I rarely talked to that we kind of had a fallout in 2020, um, and I, I was, I was coming to the conclusion that, you know what, I don't know if I'm going to be able to recover from this this mental breakdown this breakable at which point i saw i thought it was mental breakdown um to the extent of what it was uh was another thing it was very scary very scary um i'm going to talk about a few things that might be pretty disturbing so if you're going to continue to listen um here we go all right i've talked about this on the videos that i've done already um so as I'm going into the second layer of my brain, the next layer of my psyche, where I'm, my emotions are derived from, you know, I'm, my sadness, my happiness, my joy, my pain. Um, yeah, I've never been here before. I'd like to think I've been here before, but I've never been here before. I've never been this deep into my emotions before. And when you get this deep, into these emotions, you know, you're you're either going to sink or you're going to swim. You're either going to go up or you're going to go down. People who go down are usually the people that have the mental strength to be able to kill themselves. The people that go up are the people that usually have this this ability or they have a great foundation of support that can help them go up. Um, when I was in the hospital, and this is the final night that I was in the hospital, um, I had my CPAP. My CPAP has a hose, you know, like a six-foot hose, no big deal. Um, A six-foot hose would not be able to sustain my 220-pound ass. Um, I would break and would fail, you know. But I had the power cord to my CPAP in a room of a mental hospital where I had no sleep. The neuropathy and the – so I have peripheral neuropathy in – my uh, legs from weight loss surgery from being bariatric because sometimes weight loss surgery r and y 
causes nerve damage in your body. And, you know, when you go, when you're malnourished or when you have to deal with all these other different things that come with weight loss surgery, you um, end up in that type of situation where you have a lot of nerve damage. So I've been awake for five days. Um, legs were, I was in so much fucking pain, so much pain. I went in, went to, because when you, when you're in a mental hospital, you're not exactly locked up in a room. You know, if you stay well behaved, which I stayed well behaved, I didn't have any burst of anger. I didn't, uh, you know, become unstable like a lot of the other people that were there. Um, I chilled and I, you know, I, I did a lot of walking. If you, if I had a step on, if I would have, if I would have been able to have my phone during lockup, you would see how many ridiculous amounts of steps I made in that hospital. My calves hurt so bad right now. But regardless, um, I gone out to the nurse's station and told him, I'm like, you know what? I need to sleep. Please help me. Give me something I can have to sleep. And she's like, I already did, which is my basic med, which is, uh, I can't remember what it's called. It starts with a P. It's not the trazodone no more. It's a P. It starts with a P. Um, I, I can't remember what it is. I'll talk about it later. But also I have a uh, antidepressant, which is also an antipsychotic pill. Um, and uh, my therapist made it clear that I'm taking that antipsychotic pill not because I'm psychotic, but because it is helping with the chemicals in my brain and to stabilize them a little bit better, which is working. Um, I've only been on it five days. It takes 28 days to start working effectively, um, which is cool. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to stay on the medication, stay on the path. Um, very optimistic. But I went out to this and you know, I told him, this is where I'm at. I was in tears. I was bawling my eyes out. I was begging begging for some medicate me with something to help you know kill the pain in my legs so i can rest and um so they did i got heavily heavily drugged up like really drugged up um and so i was i felt it i felt oh man i'm feeling it okay i got I want to be able to sleep. Heart rate slowed down. I could feel the stress going down. And I went and I laid down and I couldn't fucking sleep. Could not sleep. I wrestled around. I got up. I did rounds. Walked and walked and walked and walked. And finally went in my room. And as I was sitting on this rubber bed, I was just like, <sighs> I wish I could call Sharice right now and tell her goodbye. I was literally in ready. I'd like to think that if I was able to call Sharice and communicate with her, hear her voice to silence the pain, if I was able to tell her and say, hey, baby, I'm not going to make it, you know, take care of our kids, you know, tell the community that I was a fighter. But I failed. Very powerful moment for me at that moment. <clears throat> I, at one moment, at that single solitary moment where I came to the conclusion that I was ready 
to die. I just had one thing to do. I had one thing to do. I wanted to say goodbye to Charisse. Tell her what I wanted to say. Hang up on her. Because they let you use the phone between 8.30 a.m. and 8.30 p.m. They let you use the phone. Unless there's groups going on. They have groups. And they're, they're kind of silly groups. But nonetheless, there are groups to keep you sane. And they did. And there was the groups that I didn't attend. But there was music groups. And I, I attended all the music groups. I loved them. It's fun. Um, but because I couldn't do that, I didn't kill myself. Which tells me that I don't want to die. And I want to fight. You'll come a time in your life where you'll be like, faced with a decision, a life-changing decision. For some of you, it might be the same thing that I'm going through. It might be, I want to kill myself. I wish I was dead. Blah, 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 blah. This world would be better off without me. I'm such a fucking burden. If you think about what I'm going through right now, I'm such a burden right now for everybody around me. I keep Sharice up at night because I cry and... You know, I'm emotional. I message my dad a lot, you know, telling him, you know, dude, I'm struggling financially. Well, I mean, can you help? Um, I've come to my church where I've asked for um, help and they're not helping. Um, <clears throat> I've, you know, I'm asking for help in our community, in the bariatric community. It's, a, I, you know, I feel like a complete burden. It's, it's, it's horrible and it's a horrible feeling, but I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect and I'm reaching for that support that I never knew I had. I've always been like, I will not ask for help. Bullshit. I will not be uh, a burden to the people in our community and I'll stand up for what's right and blah, 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 blah. But right now, it's me that needs the support. And the way I'm getting the support is I'm being, I'm, how do I put this? I'm expressing myself. It's like getting a tattoo or drawing or writing poetry. I express myself by talking about what's going on in my life. People can judge me if they want. I don't give a fuck at all. I've made it very clear on my own perspective. I have two Facebooks. I have my personal page, which is my name, Derek Peterson. Um, and then I have the page that controls my business. The page that has my my other page, not the one that we you all see, but the one that is on uh, you know people I work with, my friends, my family, so on and so on. They're very aware of what's going on with me in my life because I need support. Like I've never needed in my entire life. Sharice is a great support. My, the Bariatrica uh, universe is a great support. But I don't need just that. I need more support. And I'm getting it from the people who I never thought would ever give me the support I needed. And I love them for it. They will probably never hear this podcast because they don't know that Bariatrica exists. So, and I'd like to keep that part of my life private. Um, some people know it, some people don't. I just want something I'd like to keep private, you know. <clears throat> but regardless, in ending this podcast, I want you to know how much you mean to me. And in the span of my foundation of me fighting 
my imminent death, our followers have a place there. They have a place there because I feel it's my responsibility as the leader of this brand to be accountable and to live what I preach. I'm not faking it till I make it. I believe I probably faked it till I made it. You know, fuck, we got 11,000 followers, almost 11 one. You know, we got decent business. You know, we've taken a break on it for a while. <laughs> That's why we're financially struggling. We've stepped back from the pushing the containers, pushing our stuff, pushing content. I know why I haven't been pushing content. It's because I'm fucking lost. My brain is gone. I've never felt more mentally in place than my entire life. I could put, I'm going to be pumping out a lot of content here in the next few days because I'm going to have the next three days off and I'm going back to work on Monday. Um, but it's a beautiful feeling. I haven't smelled like this in fucking days. <sighs> I love you. I do. I think usually I say reach out, reach out if you if you have trouble. When I say it now, it means let's bleed together. We can bleed together. I've shared in your joys, your 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 post about how great you're doing. I'm sharing your, your, your victory post. I can share your pain. Because I know. I know how to handle it now. I know how to control my empathy to a point to where I, it's not going to destroy me. Like it did last week. Or earlier this week. Love you guys very much. If you would, please subscribe to the podcast. I would be grateful. I would really, really be grateful. Tell your bariatric friends about it. We are the most transparent brand in the community dr vaughn thinks he's the realest motherfucker out there you are not the realest man out there sorry you do not expose yourself like you should um <clears throat> but you know do do your thing you're a very intelligent guy but i'm gonna do my shit you do your shit we'll see who we'll see who makes the bigger difference um <clears throat> please if you will go to bariatricbadass.com you can find sharice's blogs you can find uh our previous live videos that we've done, you can find information on our, all of our social medias, our Twitter, our uh, our YouTube channel, our Instagram, so on and so on. And my TikTok, of course, which is just completely raw and crazy. Um, it's bariatric underscore, in case you're wanting to know for my TikTok. Um, got about, I, know, I think about 1,800 followers there. I'm not sure, I can't remember. But <clears throat> regardless, you can also go to bariatricbadass.com, go to the menu link and go get you know an ebook ebooks are only seven dollars seven dollars fifty cents i believe um sometimes we have specials we also have what is being used in the diabet right now which is our uh our maintenance program no not maintenance programs our bariatric mind reset which is changing changing and i'm so fucking proud of the diabetes because i went out i felt horrible i'm there you guys i told you when you started the diabet let's kick some ass we'll do it together i'll kick your ass all the way through it well, halfway through it, Derek failed, and Derek got hospitalized for it. So I felt really bad. But why I was in there, they knew what was going on, and they are they're tearing shit up and they're making their gains. Some of them might not hit their goals, but you know what? They're learning a lot about themselves. They're learning about accountability and they're learning about nutrition. That's what you can find on bariatricbadass.com. Now, if you listen this far, thank you for listening to that selfless promo. I want you to know how fucking proud I am of myself 
that I'm able to mentally put pace myself through this podcast. There's two reasons I did this podcast. Number one was to express myself, you know, talk about what I learned, my experiences, uh, what I've, what's brought, what is, what it's brought me to basically. Um, and I wanted to also do this podcast because I wanted to see if I could pace myself mentally through it. It's been pretty decent, 24 minutes, 24 minutes, 35 seconds so far. So in almost 30 minutes, I will have been able to pace myself mentally through a podcast and talk about myself and talk about my emotions, something I haven't been able to do in almost a week. Um, and it's great. It feels great. Very proud of myself. Love you guys very much. Peace out.